Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. This is episode 157, 8, mm-hmm. of the Gear Salon Podcast, coming at you live on Thursday, June something, 2012. June 27th, I'm my 36th birthday. Oh, word? Oh, word. And uh, maybe I already mentioned this on the podcast, but my nephew was born on my 18th birthday, so he'll be exactly half my age oh, dang, on that day. that's great. Isn't that wild? He'll be 18 <laughs> and I'll be 36. Wild. It's pretty Whoa. wild. You have a nephew? Yeah, dude. One of my nephews is married. Dude, what if that nephew had a kid on your birthday this year? <laughs> Another That boy. would be pretty hilarious because that would mean Clint would be a grandparent. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. It's freaking old. <laughs> so I have an actual guitar-related Oh, let's hear about. it. I was going to ask you. I was just going to ask you if any of you had any actual guitar related things you want to talk about. So I was thinking about this. I'm having like second thoughts. I sold the the white little stinker to my brother and I really like that guitar. And in all honesty, like if I ever really wanted it back, he'd probably sell it back to me. But I have that black little stinker that I got, but it has the tail piece. It has, I don't think it's an off the shelf piece. I think he made it, but it's very similar to like, uh, the trapezoid tail pieces on old Gibsons, stuff like that. Does yeah. That make sense? Yes. So it's got like the little teardrop cutouts that you kind of just set the string in and it holds itself in there. Right. Um, and it plays a lot different because it's like a pretty shallow break angle over the bridge and there's a ton of string behind the bridge, you know. And the white one's like a traditional the white one's like tail. a yeah it's like a stop tail it's like it's his own design it's actually a cool design but it's yeah it's just like a stop tail piece and then a tunematic this one has a tunematic bridge too but it's it's that you know trapezoid tail piece and it makes quite a bit of difference but i really like the way these tv jones pickups sound nice and it, yeah are so they similar to humbuckers or how do, like what where do they kind of sit in the spectrum? They do sound closer to humbuckers than most of the pickups I have, honestly. Um, they seem a little bit... Br- I mean, it's like one guitar that it's... Uh, the other example I have is, you know, a P90 in the bridge. Mm-hmm. So they're they're darker than that. Well, I don't know if I'd say they're darker. They're decent, they're decent output, though. And yeah, they do sound pretty similar to, to humbuckers. But I don't have a single guitar that just has humbuckers in it. In fact, I have one, count, and I never use it hardly. Like my P90, my my Equits guitar technically has a hum canceling P90, but other than that, every guitar I own is just single coils, except for this one. Except are those like, Jones. are the TV Jones like double coiled humbucking pickups too? Yeah, yeah. 
And they look like, yeah, they just have like two, they're actual mm-hmm. two coils next to each other, like a traditional humbucker. Right. So yeah, I don't I had know what's one... different about them. I mean, they're associate. I associate them with like a lot of fairly jangly music, you know. Yeah, don't like they're they don't similar to what's in most Gretches, right? Like a yeah, like that's what's in most Gretches is TV Jones, I think, or that's mm. like, or some variant of that. I think like the, the high end Gretches have actual TV Jones in them. So interesting. Yeah. There's like the, whatever. And what's the cat with the Cabernita Telly? I had one of those that I really liked. Those have. Uh, they're okay yeah yeah they're like tv jones like ripoffs or whatever and they're like smaller than a traditional humbucker right yeah yeah a little bit they're kind of like the same aspect ratio or whatever but a little Mm -hmm. bit smaller but yeah i do like that guitar a lot but because of that so now i have and again most people probably don't care about this but if if anyone has any great ideas for me so i have i have two fenders that are both like surf colors I have my Equits that's red, and then my two Ronies are black. Like, one of them is black and silver. They're both black and silver, actually, now mm-hmm. that I think about it. And I don't have a white like, guitar anymore, so I'm thinking that fellow's guitar I get, I might get it in white. Would that be You know, crazy? is he only doing, like, um, solid colors? Uh, he's he's doing a transparent one for himself, but I don't think he's... Uh, yeah, it's I, not really I think the, the understanding was that it would be solid color and yeah. not nothing like nothing like too sparkly or anything because then that just is a bigger pain in the butt, you know. The idea yeah, is that yeah. it's a simple build or it's a repeat. Dude, you should do like all white on white. That's what I'm thinking, like white and then but then like a really dark fretboard. Yeah, that'd like be cool. What about Evan. cream? I don't see that's the thing is like it's hard to decide on a white and then it's hard it's probably hard to predict exactly what it'll look like but if I could guarantee that it would look just like Leon's uh Rayburn Mm. I would do that probably you can't do that but yeah when you can't guarantee yeah I bet I could I bet I could like find out exactly what paint he used on it and stuff and get it yeah that's probably close to that but um but I think white is and I know lighter colors are harder. Like Doug Cower was telling me, they had that pink guitar there. Yeah, it was yeah, really awesome looking. And he was saying yeah. that's such a hard color to do because apparently every little imperfection shows up. Apparently, well, he was saying pink that like more than white. When you seal the pink, it like it basically changes color. Yeah. So anything that. So if you have any imperfections, like the problem is that you have to yeah. completely strip the clear all the way down. Yeah, because like it might make the imperfections just, stand out more because the color. Yeah, you like, can't just make a change in the clear coat like you could on another color if you have a bump or something. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's awful. So, but yeah, that's kind of the, yeah, like white on white would be sweet. It'd have like some big wide range humbuckers in it, mostly chrome hardware and then like a black neck. That'd look pretty yeah. sweet, I think. I really like um, like white. Like, my favorite look for strats is, like, white with a mint guard on it. I think that might be kind of cool. Yeah. That's true. Maybe not my favorite. Probably my favorite. I don't really think strats look great. I think they're, like, too... They're just too ubiquitous now. Yeah, maybe that's the thing. I'm surprised nobody... Nobody's, like... 
outraged at us for saying for kind of being like for all three of us being like uh strats are kind of dumb uh i feel like strats are i assume that the kind of at us it's like saying you don't like the patriots or something like who care you know like who's coming out but there's always some weirdo that says yeah yeah but our audience is less with that but also like with strats i think most people I think like the people that like it, most of the people that really like strats also acknowledge that a lot of people hate them and it's just kind of part of it. So they're like, well, it's not for everybody, but I like it. <clears throat> so I would honestly like, think they don't care, but they're probably more secure in their love of strats because they know it's a really good guitar. It's like, well, I don't have to uh, really defend it because it's true. You know, <laughs> hmm. again, it's, it's like if you make too, fun of the Patriots like, and it's like, well, we have six Super Bowl rings or whatever. So, we don't care but like if we made fun of a Telecaster, if we said we hated Telecasters, everyone would be. But that's because Telecasters are better. Well, yeah, They're so good. <laughs> better than Ezra. <laughs> it is weird. Telecasters, when I was growing up, were like the dumbest guitar. Yeah, dude. To me, that was like my perception. Yeah. Okay, but like maybe it's just because I was an idiot teenager. The thing about the thing about Telecasters is that like. You see, like metal guys with tellies, Everybody. and country guys with tellies. There yeah. are lots of genres that you'd never see somebody playing a strat, but you right. see tellies in every genre. Yeah, and that's pretty. Hmm. I think that's cool. I, I mean, I mean, you see metal guys and country guys also playing strats. Prove it. What do you mean, prove it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, what's that dude? Jim Root literally has a Telecaster and a Stratocaster. Yeah. No, it's true. And I mean, like, I think I, I just mean, like, plenty I of guess I mean, guys like, when strats. people go, people say, oh, tellies are dumb because they're just like so twangy, you know, like country guitars. And I'm like, okay, except like the dude from Slipknot has played a strap. Uh, I mean, I would say like, like his stuff is all just active pickups. Yeah, that's just Jim Root. Not. But I, I, I see more when you see strats in a high gain setting a lot of times it's with humbuckers yeah a lot of, exactly you're right i don't see a ton of tellies with humbuckers like it's more rare it's it's a very common yeah. thing with strats because all you have to do is get a new pick guard with a telly you have to get like a whole new bridge and stuff yeah that's yeah true. that's true but it yeah, is that's it true. is interesting though like the more I, don't, I didn't pay attention a ton to guitars or maybe i've just forgotten but uh you know, going to concerts, I see more tellies now than anything else by far. And yeah. and I only go to like a certain, I go to a ton of country concerts now for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> but even like when I saw face to face and less than Jake, they all played tellies, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah. Like just a well, like, pop punk band playing telly. The thing about the Telecaster is like the bridge pickup is very much suited for rock and roll like it's good for country totally. if you throw a compressor and stuff on it but if it with a little bit of drive like that's like yeah. a perfect rock sound too yeah totally it's already very hot too you can yeah. get like a very hot telebridge bridge pickup <clears throat> and they look cool and although it's i easier, used to think they like, looked stupid i used to hate the look of the especially the headstock I yeah i thought it was so yeah. dumb like oh it won't even it can't even hang it up in a wall hanger yeah, yeah. I always liked the '70s Strat headstocks more than anything. Yeah, I still like those a lot. Yeah, 
This stupid guitar. This guitar sucks. I hate this bike. I hate it. <laughs> All right. Settle down. <laughs> what? Settle, just settle down. Do you know what that's from? Yeah, it's from Karate Kid. Good. Very good. You're correct. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was watching this. Do you, you know Jordan Schlansky, the guy on Conan that has like no yes, personality? Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just watching this episode the other day where he's talking about uh, – Part of why he's so obsessed with Japanese culture was because he watched Karate Kid as a kid. <laughs> and so they actually had Ralph Macchio call up and tell him that all of that stuff was filmed in Hawaii and not in Japan. <laughs> and he, it like genuinely broke his heart. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> I think I've seen that one. And he kept saying it's actually pronounced Macchio. And it's like, it's a guy's name. He gets to choose. Macchio. Yeah. Like in oh, Italian, gosh. it's Macchio. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be, but. Yeah, yeah, it would, but but no it's one his cares. Name. Yeah, there's a lot of names in America that are not pronounced the way they would be in their original yeah. language. You get to choose how your name is pronounced, no matter what. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Actually, my my wife has a cousin who oh like decided to pronounce his last name differently <laughs> than the rest of the family does. Oh my gosh, why? Because <laughs> he like wanted to go back to like the is original. It like- Bonaire or something? No, it's um so it's G E I C K and they all say geek, but he he pronounces oh, it geek. That kind of makes well, geek almost sounds worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but say la vie. I had, I had a friend that is <laughs> like a, geek is a thing. There was <laughs> yeah. we had these next door neighbors who uh, uh crap. I'm, <laughs> I'm debating if I should say all their names, but the the mom Queen didn't C? the mom didn't want to take uh didn't want the kids to take the dad's name because it was Keister. <laughs> <laughs> but then they named they named their kids Isaias. Ugly, yellow and no good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they named their kids like Isaias and Willona. They had like very unusual names and it's like well if they're gonna get made fun of it's not gonna be because of the keister part <laughs> most kids yeah. don't even know that's another word for butt or whatever yeah it's such an old-fashioned name like only old yeah. people will be laughing i mean it's it. kind of like geek like yeah yeah no yeah that's not really yeah. that much of an insult anymore geik 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 sounds like too yeah, yeah it's like geico geik is like geico exactly you can save 15 percent or more on car insurance only I knew yeah. I knew a guy who had, um, who had a a very like bland last name, and then hey, um, I know a guy whose last name is bland. Cool, but um, he like it is cool. Hated, it's related to your story. He hated his dad, like a whole lot. <laughs> uh-huh. Yikes! And so a he decided lot. to change his name, and he sort he said that it was like because he wanted. So when like the family came over like a couple generations before like Ellis Island and all that stuff, and they're mm-hmm. like, "No, your name's weird. We're giving you a new name," <laughs> and just gave him a new name, name right? Smith. When they, yeah, exactly. And so he like changed it from Smith back to the original name, and said it was because he wanted to get back to his roots. But it was actually probably I just I never I never knew for sure, but I it was like. But dude, you you really hate your dad, and you want to have a different like you want to distance yourself from your dad. Like that's which is okay. That was kind of what did he change it to? You have to know what he changed it to. 
Huh? I, I hope Back. you know what he changed it to. I do. Oh, I just don't want to say it. Aaron. What? Why? That's the only reason that story would be as good. <laughs> so you're not going to tell saying. us either of the names? No. It's the worst story. Why not? <laughs> what do you mean, why not? You mean why? I mean, why? Why is it the worst? Because you left out all the best details. No, the details, the details are irrelevant. He changed his name from one name to his, like, quote-unquote traditional name. family name. Because uh, he hates his dad. And he said it was because, oh, I want to get back to my roots, but I don't think that's what it was. I think it was because he hated his dad. Mm-hmm. But he never said that out loud. But he did totally hate his dad. Okay. That's the story. I don't like it. Okay. No. <laughs> can we get a can we get an up or down vote immediately from the from the audience? I'm I'm giving it a thumbs down. Aaron, I actually so that that guitar you just sent me. Uh with that somebody bought somebody like in our groups bought that. Who It's um it was on Reverb maybe? Yeah. Isn't this the one that It's this white oh. It's this white Roni with with Lawler Regals in it. It's like a Mary it's Kay cream. white finish. Somebody, yeah. somebody. I remember somebody buying it. Did did Pat Chen and, buy it? You should do your. I thought oh, it was yeah. Pat Chen. I yeah, you Pat should Chen do your it. your fellows guitar like that. Brian Fellows. <sighs> yeah, maybe I will. That would be cool. You're saying with like uh, natural back and sides. Yeah. I don't know if he could because it's not banned. Oh no, I don't necessarily mean that. I just mean like the white, the, with the white, and yeah, yeah, in. totally. White knobs with stuff. those little I like, dot knobs. I prefer black knobs, though. I don't know what you those. Know. <laughs> I don't know what those knobs are called, but I always they remind me of dominoes for some reason. Yeah, because they're white and they have the little pip on them. Okay, is it just the lighting, or is there like oh, a yeah. subtle grain coming through? A subtle what? Grain. Grain. Uh probably. I think that's kind of the. Oh thing my with gosh. Mary Kay white. I love that so much. It's not like entirely transparent, but yeah, it's kind of I mean, like a blonde. Some, finish. Yeah, it's not as much as like, yeah, like a blonde, but it's some, a little bit like that. Yeah, it's beautiful. That is nice looking. That's the coolest drone I've ever seen. We'll include a link to that in the show notes. I honestly, <laughs> I genuinely still like my. Psych! Tiger, Why are you laughing? Because you're not going to do that. Because we're not going to do that ever. <laughs> the show notes, like, what does that even mean? I know. Aaron actually show does notes. show notes, though. I do do show notes. I do do uh, do 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 do. <laughs> I do do in the show notes. <laughs> so. Oh no. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about this episode, Aaron? We can talk about Gibson. Um, no, about, I mean, nothing is really happening with them, so yeah. not really any reason to bring We normally like to talk about Gibson, but there's not really much going on with them lately. So. Yeah, most episodes are very Gibson-heavy. Um, I will say, oh, I have something to talk about. I recently found four, four picks that I have left over from <laughs> <Yeah>. Gear Supply <laughs> Company. Um, you dork. <laughs> so someone in one of the groups had been asking for them. I think it was the Cobb Goblin. Um, he's like, does anybody have any of these picks? And so I found them, and I posted that he should buy them from me. Um, <laughs> but then I listed them on Reverb instead. So if you want some, if you're missing those little 1.5 mil jazz picks, have them on Reverb. Roofbeam Carpenter. That's my shop name. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. 
When I when you and first one of them is it, like pretty jacked up, right? Yeah, it's really is, not. It's like just it's the little just, logo is like. Yeah, worn it's off. just used. That's all. I mean, it's definitely used, but it's not jacked up. It's not like completely worn down or anything. It still has a nice point. Yeah, cool. Hmm. Um, but they're just screen printed, so the little if you play it for like a couple times, the little logo wears off under your thumb. Yeah, hmm. Cole. So you're saying that uh, it's not the highest quality of uh, a product? Uh, no, I'm just saying that that's what happens with the most logo picks. Just happens. Most like picks, a okay. Screen printed. Most picks that are screen unless printed it's in like, this way. Unless it's like relief, boss relief, or whatever. Yeah. yeah I don't like I boss. I had a boss pick that I actually did like. So. <laughs> was it in boss relief? It was in boss relief. Do you remember the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mighty Mighty yeah, Boss tones. Relief Tones. <laughs> yeah. Never had to knock on wood. That, that the we're not, I will not abide any making fun of the Boss Tones, just so we're clear. I Wait, like them. I, come on. Loyal, yeah. loyal. We have to be able to make fun come of his voice. bobble and boil. Stab like dagger. Make you stagger <laughs> on a hot tin foil. Mind your minder, it will surely spoil. Oh, if you sleep I, down in the soil, <laughs> nothing comes from nothing. Come on, royal oil. <laughs> okay, that song's so, so good. I'm sorry, dude. That I feel song's like way good. you're doing exactly what I was doing because no, but but I was doing, doing it's all love. about the heart, dude. <laughs> I love them too. No, it's no, about the you intent. Don't. no, you don't. But that voice, you were doing like. <laughs> 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 no, this is what I was doing. The fact that you sang the impression that's what I was doing. That's like if you mention Weezer and you sing Island in the Sun, like that's that's not even near the top of the list. Uh-huh. Weezer songs. The last Tarana do it again. The rascal king. The rascal king behind the boss or the one in front of them. That's really good, dude. <laughs> it is, dude. Oh, man. They were has such your a, band? Has your I, band ever done any no, we Mighty Mighty any, Boston songs? We don't have any horns. I would love to, though. Hornless. Don't you have a keyboard player? Yeah, so we could, yeah. I don't know. If it Wait was up to me, we would just be a straight ska cover band all the <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, and you've never done one ska. You said you've done reggae yeah. songs, dude. You're you should just be a Boston's tribute we, band, and you could call yourself Dookie Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. Could have a guy up there be. in a suit dancing around. <laughs> yeah, some random dude. I looked up. I was thinking about when I saw Less Than Jake. Uh, a couple months ago, I was like, wait a second. They didn't have Skullface, who was like their dancer guy who wore mm. the skeleton mask. And so I looked it up and sure enough, like <laughs> he they had been on hiatus for a while. And then they came back and played this show that was like at this festival. Uh-huh. And apparently he like almost died of heat exhaustion after really? the show because he was like out of shape. And he he's wearing like a full suit and this skeleton mask and it was super hot and he was like yeah that's when i knew i had to just hang it up plus it's like he doesn't even like playing yeah you're not singer really like it's an interesting gimmick but at that point like nobody's showing up just to see Skullface or anything (laughs) a lot of bands that's a weird thing that bands do right 
Yeah, it's it's like in my mind, it's mostly ska bands that do that, but I'm sure there's yeah, have a dancer. Well, I mean, a lot of bands have like dancers and singers have like backup dancers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like the punks, yeah, but not like whatever, not like rock bands though. Yeah, yeah. Although, didn't like Henry Rollins do that with Minor Threat for a while? Like he was just always on stage with them. Yeah, (laughs) he was like all the pictures. He was like this weird (laughs) fanboy who then (laughs) became like. It's like everyone's dream if they're like some diehard fan of a band. Maybe I'll be in the band someday. Uh, uh, remember that movie Rockstar with <laughs> Mark Wahlberg? Did you ever see that? No, I no. Didn't. But I heard the episode of uh, How, How Did This Get, get Made? made? Uh, you're obsessed. Did they have Mark Wahlberg on? No, but they had. Dang. But they did that movie, and it was it was really funny. Like I, there were things I didn't. I, I was like very familiar with the movie, but I guess when I listened to that episode, I was like, "Oh man, I didn't know this as well as I thought." Because isn't he a co- he's in a cover band? It's literally exactly what happened with that dude with Journey. Oh, it's that. But it happened okay. before would, like, that. Post, I think like the would, movie like, came out before songs. that. Yeah, like he was in a cover band, and then they needed a new singer, and they got him. But I think it was a competition with Journey. Like they did like a whole like. But, but yeah, it's but basically they, I that. Think like, they reached out to him because he had done he had done uh, cover videos on. They YouTube. found him on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. But yes. I'm sure they still did like tryouts and crap like that. But like, I mean, it makes sense if you're looking if you're a well-known band, like just look up everyone covering your songs and you can find a good singer. Probably. Right. I, was I think they had a million terrible ones. You ever listen to the labeled podcast? Yeah. It's the two the yes. nail one. But they were talking to the guys from August Burns Red and the drummer was talking about like. I guess they're doing like the 10th anniversary of one of their albums. And the dude was like, yeah, I just go on YouTube and like watch drum covers so that I can learn the parts to my songs. Yes. <laughs> it's like, Cause I don't know. I don't know what I played 10 years yeah, ago. He was like, I don't remember what I played. It was 10 years ago. I don't remember. Yeah. And so he said, he was like, yeah, YouTube, you can like, you can slow things down and you could just yeah, watch and things slow. It's like hilarious. And they did it. There are videos that are like almost 10 years old. So they're like happened when it came out. And then he's yeah, like, totally. That's pretty cool. And he's like, yeah, I learned, relearned parts that I was playing wrong and changed them because <laughs> of YouTube. That's another thing I'll do. Like if I'm trying to cover a song, I'll just go look for live concerts and see. Like if you're looking for chord voicings, like you might know yeah, like, oh, yeah. he's, playing, he's playing a G. But if he's playing it way up on the ninth fret or whatever, then you can know how he voiced it. Or so to see like where they a had G a capo. On the ninth fret? No, I don't know. I don't know, Aaron. I don't know. I've never seen it done, but it doesn't mean can it's you, impossible. But can you butthole the neck? How you're tuned. That's true. It does. You Indeed. just need to butthole the neck. Just tune up half a step. Play an F standard. Well, you got to have enough frets, though. Wait. If you're going to tune it up. Tune it up. Yeah. Stainless steel. To the nine fret. Tune it frets. up. You remember that Boston song? No, that sounded like it was like a that was like a commercial for a theme park or something like (laughs) come down on Saturday, bring a Coke can and get five dollars off. Tune it up. Tune it up. Tune it up. (laughs) It's like Tune Tuneville. To the county fair. Tune it up at Tuneville. Yeah, or it's like a oil (laughs) tune it up. Oh yeah. Not getting so, the gas mileage you want. Tune it up. Tune it up. <laughs> uh, 
Kinder Words is my favorite <laughs> Boston song, by the way. What kinder words do you like? Amer- American ones. That's what kind. What kind of words? That's that Creed song. The kinder words you say. A court is in session. A verdict is in. <laughs> Dude, I should do Creed covers. That's what. That's what the real. Should have been is. dead on a Sunday morning, banging my head. Up. Dude, do you remember how good Creed is? It's straight up like, like, <laughs> like there Do are a couple really good, good like there are a couple songs that like the intro bass line or the intro guitar riff or whatever it'll give I me think like you mean Creed R. <laughs> I don't know. Just my dream. Was that your Creed's country phase, Phil? So let's <laughs> yeah, go there. <laughs> Can you take me higher? <laughs> to a place where blind men. Although, check this out. So, when I was in high school, I listened to a lot of like heavy music, like hardcore and stuff. And I would always be like, I can't figure out how to play this song on my guitar because, like, I don't have those notes, right? Because mm-hmm. I was just in regular tuning and I didn't understand yeah. that you could change the tuning of a guitar. So I was like, how do they do that? And I, Creed was my introduction to drop D tuning. Like, I didn't know about oh, it until yeah. my friend was like, oh, yeah, check this out. And he had that little Eddie Van Halen thing, you know? You remember uh-huh. that? The, that you, like, the pop out? pop. Yeah, the D tuna, yeah. He actually had uh, the, like, speed sport duo sport whatever that one is yeah the eddie van halen guitar the sport model um with that on there and that's how i learned about detuna dude detuning. The, that and then everything bass, like made sense all of a sudden that fellow's bass at cower fest had one of those oh really yeah <laughs> on the bass pretty, yeah, that's cool cool <laughs> that was i think rage against the machine was like my first entry because they have a couple riffs that are uh-huh. like the notes are very easily distinguishable and stuff, so you can actually kind of plunk them out and figure them out. Yeah. So I used to think, like, there was this one song that I heard, and it had, like, a clean guitar part at the beginning, and it was in drop D, and it was like, boo do, And I always thought it was, like, the bass playing really high up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. But now I know. You were it's stupid. Been a long- I was such an idiot. <laughs> I, was, I was, like, the you dumbest were. person in the universe. Mm. Oh man, I'm Phil! Sure do you remember when Boss people. when Drop D tuning was invented? <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Then I got like way into open tunings, and I thought, like, oh, oh yeah, you D's, did. Drop D's for <sighs> sissies. Suckers. I was mostly playing acoustic. Yeah. And well, then I discovered Dadgad with uh, Dashboard. I played yeah. a ton of Dashboard covers. One of the first guitar books I had was for this local guitarist. But he played a few songs in open D, which is like D A D F sharp A D. Uh huh. And that's a really cool tuning. Like Dadgad is a is a good tuning, but it's not an open. Like you can't just play it open and get a chord out of it's it. It's like you know? D sus. Exactly. Yeah. So, but I do like. I never. I, I always wanted to play dashboard songs, and I I'll never. Teach you. 
I'm sure there's some of them that are pretty easy. Yeah, they're super easy. All of them are easy. Part of it is like his voice is just just the outside main thing is of just my range. And so like singing knowing what tuning it. it's in. Oh yeah, his voice yeah. is pretty high. It's Especially always, when he gets up it's, there. It's crazy. I mean, I saw him like a year or two ago and he still sings yeah, that he high. Looks, he doesn't like he looks down, insane. He doesn't down tune anything and I mean it helps it's that he's wild. like five foot nothing. Yeah. You're five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah, I kicked some sand in his face when I saw him. In and this life, you don't own anyone a thing. <laughs> I stole his girlfriend while I was there. Oh, dude, that's so good. When he was away at college, trying to be smart. <laughs> Idiot. I'll go to college. Did you ever read about that dude? Apparently he was like a huge a-hole. <laughs> the actual Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. not a good guy. <laughs> I love it. Wait, the Ru- Rudy from the movie? Yeah, like the actual person that like, it's based yeah, on. Yeah, Rudy Rudiger. Well, I think <laughs> it just like I'm sure it probably just went to his head a certain amount. Yeah. Because in reality, like it wasn't I mean, on one hand it's a cool story, but he didn't really do anything. And there's still like this conspiracy <laughs> right. that he jumped off sides on that play where he got the sack or whatever. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like nobody. And he catches. Uh, it was funny because like Joe Montana went on Dan Patrick a long time ago and he was on uh-huh. that team. Oh, and really? Kind of. And he kind of mentioned like they were pushing him and he was like, yeah, you know, a lot of that stuff they kind of embellish for the movie. Well, yeah. And and <laughs> apparently he got like a ton of backlash for that. How dare that? you slander Rudy Rudiger's good name? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> so I think I remember something about him joining joining the church or something. The my church. Church of Jesus oh, Christ Latter-day Saints. The Science. church. Yeah. Um that's weird because he's like But Catholic. if so, if if he's a jerk, then then I then we're not gonna claim him. But if he did hey. join the church, then he can't be a jerk, you, obviously. You have to claim him, yeah. Yeah. Dude, maybe he, he did, re- maybe he returned with honor. He did, finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> he probably could have played at BYU. <laughs> oh, dude. Notre Dame was a lot harder to get on. Anyone can play at BYU. Hey, shut up. Unless man. you're black. <laughs> That's, That's like oh, when Phil burn. was joking about. It's like when Phil was joking about Boston. That's not true. You're not That's allowed no to. longer true. It's no longer true. I apologize. About BYU? Yeah, it's, what I it's said. It's more true now than it has ever been that they're pretty crappy. But we're not no, not that. Out. I said something else. Oh, Ugh. I said anyone's allowed to play unless you're black. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was never. In well, fact, that's not true. It's not true. Some just came up recently about that. Somebody <laughs> posted because they were saying like there was this player in the '70s and they were recruiting him and uh-huh. saying like, wouldn't it be great to be like the, you know. You'd be like an ambassador because you'd be the only black player on the team. He's like, no, he's like, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking yeah. to be the only. Oh, that sounds great. Only black dude anywhere. <laughs> like that doesn't sound good at all. Sounds terrible. <laughs> oh man, this episode's brought to you by Sinusoid. This episode's brought to you by Sinusoid Pro Audio Couture. Uh, check out their cables. <laughs> Phil, did you ever get that cable that you need for your to finish your rig? Uh no because I um you psychopath. I changed my mind you're not going to get sinusoid after all No I changed my mind on the particular uh 
kinds of cables that I believe. Oh, that's I surprising. Need for. It seemed like you had such a straightforward rig that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I, I've got, I've got all these ideas. All right, I got did these they, ideas. Did they build a cable specifically to match? buddy. Are you gonna, are you gonna do your... like, like a, like a hat that says loser? Yeah, and a hat that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. I like it. I'm into it. Um. So. <laughs> so what? you guys are all talking over my joke, but I asked if he was, if they were going to make a cable that would match the output impedance of your kazoo pickup. <laughs> Freaking lunatic! <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your show, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> I Did you talk about it on the cast too? I did not talk about it on the last. Talk about it. Tell us about it. Tell us, but don't use any names. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Phil, don't give us any details. Okay. Um, uh, A certain person turned a certain number of years old. And um, no, my, my, uh, okay. So a a buddy of mine who is the um, main sound guy for, um, a kind of big church Is in the, the area. One? Oh, he's not the one at the coffee shop who gets annoyed with you. No, <laughs> I am not friends with that guy. <laughs> That'd be a funny twist in the story. Can you play my birthday party? <laughs> that guy's actually good friends with me, but he hates my music. No, I actually, I told, I told this guy that story, and he laughed really hard. But um, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense." <laughs> so, so this guy, the sound guy, um says, hey, my wife's birthday party's coming up. Um, can, uh, would you guys um, be willing to play at her birthday party? We're doing like kind of like a, an 80s theme. So could you do like only 80s songs? And I was like, yeah. And, uh, and so then it turned out that it was the, the worship leader of this big giant church. He was also, and I was like, big, not big giant Dude, church, that's like but when, like that's like having a, big a record church. executive in the audience. I know exactly. So he was there. <laughs> he played some songs, and then some other chick that was like a finalist on The Voice <laughs> played right before. Did us. he play worship songs or what? No, no, no. He played like he played eighty songs too. Um, oh. Everybody played eighty songs, like eighties um, worship songs. No. Lord, I lift your name on high. No. I don't even know if that's um, 80s. That's like 90s. It would have to be like earlier. I think that's before 80s, bro. Is it? No, it'd be like... More love, more power, more of you in my life. Oh, here you go. 1980. Oh, Lord, you're beautiful. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord God? Hey, this one? has to this has to stop. Ah, oh, Lord God, <laughs> <laughs> you remember that song, Phil? Uh, what a name! What a name for a song. Ah, oh, Lord, Lord God. Ah, oh, uh, Lord God, Thou hast made the heavens and the earth. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know that one. <laughs> you don't know that one? Oh, that's good. <laughs> we exalt thee. We tell your story, Phil. Thee. Okay, Aaron was freaking egging me on. Ah, uh, it's true. Um, okay. So, uh, so first he, he says, Hey, would you be willing to play? And then I find out that, uh, that this chick who was playing. a finalist for the voice 
open chick? for us. You mean this woman? This female. <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry. female human. <laughs> this female person. <laughs> this uh this woman. She uh, followed the male person, right? The male man. Right. Uh, so she, so she opened for us, and so we had to go on after her, and then uh, the the worship leader went after us. <laughs> um, so we were kind of we were sandwiched between people that were we were definitely out um, stuck between. Are they a from the church that we saw leader. that guy wearing the t shirt of at the donut shop? No. Okay. No. Not. Um, Not Lincoln. Mark church. Johnston's uh, church. Does he still go there? He plays there. Not the church from Saved by the Bell. That's the one. That is the one? That is the one. Wait, How isn't that the one that they... we saw the church at? No, that's the, that's the one that we were talking about right now. That's not the one that my buddy works at. Do they often yeah, preach that's about what the, dangers I'm saying. <laughs> of, the dangers of caffeine pills at that church? No. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, I should have done that song. <laughs> is it and called then ended City, it with, is it called I'm City so Life Church? Scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> is it E2 Church? No. City what? Life? No. The table? Aaron, stop no. this. Nonsense. <laughs> Are you just Googling Sacramento churches? <laughs> Let yes! him tell his story. Weird. <laughs> Shut your stupid mouth. It's a re it's a throwback to the days of trying to find out which coffee shop he's throwing shade at. And now oh. it's churches. <laughs> okay. I'm not throwing sh- shade at any coffee, uh, any <laughs> at, at any churches. I'm not throwing shade at any churches. All right, churches carry on. Just tell your story. Come on. Okay. So Could be distracted. So um here my favorite part of the of the get well, no, there are a couple of favorite parts. One favorite part is at the night before the birthday party, mm-hmm. the um sound guy texts me and says, Hey, just so you know, um, I know that you had said you wanted to do um, uh, Never Gonna Give You Up by uh, Rick Astley, and um, I told you that it was taken by somebody else, but they they said they're not doing it, so you guys can do it. And I go, and I go, oh, really? And he goes, yeah, I mean, I know it's, like, last minute and everything, but, like, it would be really funny if you, like, Rickrolled everybody, because I know you guys are, like, kind of, like, you know, like... Musical terrorists. Funny. And I go, and I go, oh, okay, so... You didn't correct him? You didn't say, well, actually, we're not funny. we don't try to be funny so so then so then i i messaged uh my buddy kyle and i was like okay what if we did um what if we did a taylor swift song and then right when people are like wait a minute i thought this was like 80s then we just like rick jump into the uh chorus of the i'm never gonna give you up and then Kyle said, yeah, and we should say this song is from 1989. And then start playing Taylor the Taylor Swift, Swift song, song because that's the name of her album. But then we we consciously chose a song that was not from that album <laughs> just to be an extra level of annoying. So like we're so many layers deep right by now uh, of annoying. I yes. can't even keep track. So we did it, and it was kind of funny. And then, um, <laughs> I mean, that's the best it was going to be—is kind of funny. If you it's, think it was mean only not no, funny, the, imagine what the people listening thought. They must have loved it. But here's the best part. The best part was we ended with um, "Push It Real Good" by Salt and Peppa. 
Yeah. Did anyone do, did, and, did you do that? Well, yeah, but so here's what I did. I said, okay, um, I know a lot of you guys, uh, I know a lot of you guys go to church. So this is going to be like old school, like in va- vacation Bible camp. I'm going to split you right down the middle. Everybody on my left, I want you to go, ooh, baby, baby. Ooh, baby, baby. And everybody on my right, I want you to go, ah, push it. So I, <laughs> that's pretty hard to synchronize a bunch of people going, ah, well, but they're following the they're following the drummer. Okay. And it's if you know the song, it's like it's pretty easy to do. Except here's the, the best part. Here's the best part. And, oh, and I told him only when I'm playing the kazoo and the kazoo is the terrible. So when I'm doing that, you guys jump in with with your parts. So I make them practice, you know, like you practice your part, you practice your part. They all did it, but then when it came to actually like I'm pointing at him and I'm playing the kazoo, the uh, the ooh baby baby side was like full on board, and then the the <sighs> push it. <laughs> they all backed out. <laughs> they would not yeah, do it because it is like I, uh, that's it understandable. Feels so wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like what was really funny too. is that there were like two or three people that were like into it, and then they realized I'm the only one doing this, yeah. and then they all stopped. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys remember that movie, so. The Campaign? With Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. Yes. I like that part when he's in the courtroom. And he tries to pull the door. And they go, I think you got to push it. And he goes, oh, push it. Push it real good. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen that movie. You haven't seen it? It's really dumb. Will Ferrell and who? It's Zach Galifianakis Galifianakis and Will Ferrell. It should be amazing. Your boy Jason Sudeikis is in it, too. Dude, I freaking love Jason Sudeikis. It's one of those movies that like should be really great. It's got like maybe <laughs> a couple minutes total of like funny, but it's I've like I've heard that's how that. There's a new Will Ferrell and John C. Riley movie, isn't there? Yeah, Holmes Fairly and Watson. New. I've heard that's awful too. <laughs> mm. I'm sure. Oh, did we talk about that? No, but that like no. the joke of that movie is like the fact that it exists. Like that's it. And then once you get past that, it's probably really hard to make it funny. Yeah, there's Sherlock, yeah. Wa- Sherlock and Watson, Sherlock Holmes and John. Is it John Watson? Yeah, James Jack John. Anyway, so like the idea of that is hilarious. Like, hey, we should do this. We should be Sherlock Holmes. But then yeah. it's like, oh, now we it have to write it. You so far, hour and a half movie. It's the mullet conundrum. Yeah, similar it at is. least. It's not. <laughs> you tried. So, so, so it you went said well, there was like a huge crowd and it, it was amazing, right? It was super fun. Well, because so like, okay, so the only people, literally the only people that at this big giant, this big backyard and there's all these people and they're all staring at the stage and it like, you know, sometimes you're playing um, and it's like, Oh, we're just like sort of background. Like yeah. everybody's like talking or whatever. I'm this very like, aware of that feeling. <laughs> yeah, this was, and maybe it was because we were following the chick from the voice, the, the woman from the voice. I, but I felt like they were all watching us. They were all like, okay, we're all staring this direction. Yeah. Which is like what you want, watching. but yeah, but it was like, like, a, it, like yeah. You yes, want that and, like 80%, not 100%. And I feel like all the times 
and I, I know I've said this before that like the musical terrorism thing, part of what I felt like it seems to work because I've got buy-in because there's a, a there's good enough. chunk of the crowd that's like yeah, yeah. of people that like are like know us yeah, and they're in on the joke. And so this was like, there were two people, Brian, the sound guy and my wife that had seen us play before and nobody else had seen us play. And like they were ready to have a good time, but they were not in on the joke. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that would worry you going the, into it. The woman before us was a confident, prepared, yeah, with like very professional broad singer. Appeal. Yes. Like she hey, sang she, good songs that people actually appeal. enjoyed listening to. Yes. Yeah, she had and broad, then, she has a sweet broad, sexy dame. <laughs> she had dame appeal. Dame. And uh so then we did we did like our weirdness. Um I played I played beat it and then I did the guitar solo with the kazoo and then did like a big monologue from Karate Kid, the uh, I hate the stupid bike. That I did that monologue <laughs> in the middle of the song, <laughs> in the middle of Beat It, as one does in the middle of a music. Set. And they were like, but they were like super into it. That's what was weird. Is like, yeah, because that could have gone. Were, it could have gone either way. That's what's like scary about that. Yeah, but that's what made it so like totally That'd such a rush that it was like, it was like, oh my gosh, they're like eating this up, and I don't know. Like these people, these people do not know us. Were they, you know? were they drinking? No. Dang. It was like the a- alcohol. There was, there was, there was one punch, an alcoholic that punch spiked. that was very, very watered down. Uh-huh. And it, so there was, was no like way. Was it a largely Christian event? The, I'm sure they were. Mo- yes. I'm sure that these were people that were mostly were, from like. Yeah church they're not like which is they're not like completely against drinking but they also don't like get drunk regularly i don't maybe that was why i don't know but we've got our first we've got our first uh bar gig in a couple weeks as a result of that or just no completely separate okay so the owner of this bar saw us on uh on instagram and was like hey will you guys play at my bar? And I was like, oh, yes, we will. <laughs> but, but now I'm like, I don't know. It's, it, but I don't know how it's going to go because, again, most of our fans are you know, minors. You know I like you, right, Phil? You know I think you're a great person, and I want you to be happy. I genuinely do. But, like, it, it bothers me on a fundamental level that this is happening to you and not me. You know, <laughs> like bar, there are no bar owners. My band that makes like legitimately good original music, nobody is reaching out to us because nobody wants to see us play it. Obviously, and not even our wives want to go to the shows. <laughs> and yet, uh, our wives don't want to go to our shows either. You're like living the dream, though. Like you're legitimately. I don't know. The, I think the dream is that, that Mark Wahlberg movie. That That is freaking what? amazing that the show turned <laughs> out that well, though. Are it you was, still there? Am I still great. here? 
We're all still here. Like you just assume going into a situation like that in your mind, you're just picturing uh, maybe it's just me, but you're just picturing the worst case scenario. Right. I wasn't picturing. I wasn't picturing the worst case scenario. I, I think Kyle and I both see it as like when people, when we can see people that are like confused or like concerned, like that just makes us like we yeah. we think that's more funny. I guess it's not like you're bearing your soul to them or something and so it's like you're you're not exactly well, that's part casting of exactly. pearls before swine. You're casting like turds before swine or whatever. Yes. Yes. And that's kind of it's definitely a defense mechanism like yeah. like like well if I, I don't take it seriously then it won't hurt as when much. When I'm Exactly. It's like, well, it's a joke. You yeah. know, oh you oh you don't like it? Well, it's just a joke. So <laughs> yeah. you're dumb. You just don't get the joke cuz it's just a joke. Yeah, like, no, yeah, exactly. But this, that's part of the joke. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were playing the wrong notes on your guitar. Yeah, that's part of it. Shut up. <laughs> that is way like it so reminds me of that scene in School of Rock. And he's like, Don't you just want to play one great rock show? And I've always thought that. Like, man, wouldn't it be great to just play one show that you came out of it? There was like a bunch of people really into it, and mm-hmm. and then you do that with your freaking kazoo. <laughs> yeah, this sucks. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it was way cool. Though. I mean, it it also. I mean, it reminds you of like I, I had this neighbor who would do kind of comedy songs. Or it's like the same thing like when Andy starts doing children's parties on on Parks and Rec, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, guess what? More people want to hear that than your serious, you know, grunge music or whatever. Well, I think it I think it has to do with like market, right? It's supply and demand. And yeah, like totally. are there enough bands for children's parties? Evidently not, right? Yeah, but and there's like, like a ton of there's a ton of parents with money who want their children to be entertained for an hour, you know. Yes. And like and I think, you know, I I'm I'm guessing that there are not that many places that are there are not that many venues that would see us and and like get it right away and go, "Oh my gosh. That that guy has to has to play at my place. I think there's a lot of places that would, a lot of like owners that would be like, what are you, what? Yeah. But like you could do corporate, you you could do corporate gigs and I bet people would be way into it. I don't, I don't know. I think, I feel like. Maybe not. I don't know. Like you're covering well enough known songs. At least people recognize it. That's yes. But But there's always like the, the part that, there's always like some element of it that we do where, th- where we're just like daring people to like leave. <laughs> yeah. Like I just, I I'm always doing things that are weird that are like strange and, and there are always things that I find funny, but part of what I find funny about it is most, some people will think this is weird and not get it. It's like That's farting definitely... on a date. <laughs> like if she <laughs> no, sticks, it's that. risky. 
If she sticks around, though, like she's a keeper, but there's a high <laughs> okay, probability then, that yes. she won't stick around. <laughs> yes, but the ones that do stick around, oh, my They're gosh. There. They yeah. are there to stay. Yeah, I guess it is like that. I mean, it's probably like that with comedians that do corporate gigs, too. Like, it's comedians all have, like, a very specific voice, probably, and and I'm sure some of them just bomb because the audience doesn't quite get it. Mm. Anyways, let's quit talking about Phil's terrible music that I hate. <laughs> it's fun. One thing that I'm jealous of with your band that I'm actually jealous of, aside from having big crowds that are into your music, is... Uh, that you only have two guys. That must be so nice. Like it, my main band yeah. has five people in it, and it's freaking pain in the butt to find to a schedule time anything. We're all here. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah. And because it's just two of us, and we both have like similar schedules. Like our kids are like the same age, and. Like, yeah, you have like similar priorities. We both work. And stuff. At, we, yeah, we both work at we both work at schools. So like our our like timelines like we're both off for the summer. So like, jeez, we're we like try to smash you guys in could as, like go as on many tour shows if you wanted to. We <laughs> we keep talking about it. Co <laughs> Co Schneider is like, you guys should play in San Diego, and I was like, ha ha. And then I was like, actually, yeah. Wait a minute. Neither of us we have could get, jobs right now. We could get gigs. I'm sure we could get a gig in Fresno. In fact, um, Luke, uh, Mundy, and Tim Bapalant said that they could get us a gig in Fresno. And then I know we could get stuff Why in. Why would you want to play the, in Fresno, though? Well, because it would be a stop to play. <laughs> be a long and then, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then I know we could get job. There's some. I, I've got a bunch of friends in L.A. I know we could find uh, something to do in L.A. And then San Diego, like, doing, <laughs> doing a week of three shows. <laughs> <laughs> would Plus, be your dinky little super van. Awesome. You could just like you wouldn't even need a van. You just need like a sedan, right? Exactly. Two of us in a in a yeah in a sedan, freaking Toyota Camry or something. Now, okay, now I really want to do it. Maybe next summer we should like make it happen. So, and anybody, if if there are any listeners that are, don't we don't we have uh, listeners in San Luis Obispo? Probably. If there's any listeners in Rancho Cucamonga, <laughs> anywhere up up and down California, yeah, Brett, we could get uh, something in northern yeah, like northern California, north, right? like Red Redlands or something. Yeah, right. dude, we should totally do it. Redding, Redmond, Redlands is south. Is that a thing though? Redlands. Yeah, Redding is like the. Yeah. I think that's. Yeah, he's he's. Redlands Redding, right? is like Riverside area. Oh, like southern. Redlands, yeah. Yellowlands. What's well, in San Bernardino County? The Redlands. Now Yellowlands Red is Redlands. Like, that's like Redlands. Uh, Redlands is Cooper trash. Should wow. drive through there sometimes. I'm a freaking ten. Ugh. I mean, it's the worst. I don't know. if... I mean, it's fine. It's whatever. Is it worse than El Centro? No. <laughs> Nothing is worse than El Centro, okay? <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm sure there's plenty of places. I did a Yuma, Arizona is worse than El Centro. I'll tell you that. Yuma is trash. Yeah. 
Also, mostly because it's in Arizona and everything in Arizona is trash. Mm, like, think about how great the Grand Canyon has to be to overcome the fact that it's stuck in freaking Arizona. Ugh, the worst state. Arizona is literally the worst state in the union. Whoa, I feel like nope. There are worse ones than you feel it, but you're wrong. Alabama. <laughs> I bet Arizona is worse than Alabama. Just depends on what we're judging it by. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Based on all <laughs> points of criteria. You can probably own like an AK-47 <laughs> in Arizona. That's got to be a, that's a no, positive, right? I mean, that's true, but you can do that in Alabama, too. Yeah, probably so. Can you? You can own an AK-47 in California. No, you can't. Yeah, that's you like can. a fully automatic. You can't even. It's, Aaron doesn't it's know. It's not. Aaron's so liberal that he doesn't even know. An AK-47 is fully automatic. An AR-15 you know how this is, is like semi-automatic. Aaron oh, is doing AK-47 that thing. AK-47 is fully automatic. Aaron is doing that thing where you know how like like conservative like gun nuts are like, oh, they don't even know what assault rifle even means. <laughs> you know how they do that? It stands for Armalite, not assault rifle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm no, thinking I'm, of AR-15. Probably. Yes, no. that's exactly what I just said. I said well, you know what? Ooh. I can't buy it in California, so I don't know. What it burned by conservatism. Is like the Soviet version of the M16, basically. Yeah, it's like dude. The, everyone knows that. Cole. The AK-47 is the the machine gun of our enemies, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. So of I know. course, of course, you want it. I Yukami. don't want it. <laughs> that's why I live in California. <laughs> So that I don't have to have one. You could have one, but it would, you couldn't have, have more than have you couldn't have a magazine that holds more than nine rounds. So it'd be this stubby little magazine. Ugh, I just look all tape gross. my magazines together, like freaking. My magazines Lando. get all my magazines get all stuck together, but it's for a different. Reason. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Like, do kids keep their magazines under the bed? Not anymore. Like they keep their iPhone. Like their gun magazines. Oh, (laughs) yeah, they keep them under their mattress. (laughs) Is that what you call it? A magazine? Isn't there like a more official word for it? No, you're not supposed. You're not supposed to call it a clip. You are supposed to call it a magazine. Oh, don't call it a clip. I call it a clip. A clip is like a Gatling gun. No, you're not supposed to call it. I love. I'm picturing some of our listeners getting so angry at the part when you were like, "No, an AK-47 is semi-automatic." You're like, <laughs> "I know, <laughs> I know." It's so great. But you know, the this, thing about the AK-47 freaking, is that this, it's this stupid. Poetry, you don't need it. This kid from California no with a poetry it. degree is trying to tell us about guns. Okay. What are you saying? With the poetry Aaron? degree. People from California don't know anything about guns. Bunch of idiots. I mean. Yeah, we don't because guns are stupid and you suck. Just, <laughs> it's true, but like, yeah, we don't. They're both true. Guns are stupid. We don't know anything about lots of stupid things. <laughs> it's true. Uh, there's a lot of Aaron, there's a lot of dumb things about which I am not an expert. Thank you very much, <laughs> Aaron. What do you know about unicycles? I know they have one wheel and they're hard to ride. Okay. Mm. What do you know about hacky sacks? I know that they're stupid. He's not from Santa Cruz. He's from El Centro. Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz is what you do on Christmas morning 
when it's 75 degrees out. Bump, no, that's bump, like. Bump, 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 but the bump, elf, Santa Cruz. Bump, the elves. Bump, bump, they are the Santa's joke. crew. Yeah. Not Santa. Well, Santa <laughs> yeah. has many crews. <laughs> he goes, yeah. <laughs> Santa has several crews. Oh, the Santa Cruz? There's a red crew and there's a D, the green crew. Okay. And there's the white crew. And there's the elf crew. Well, they're all elves, bro. No. And then we're all the just white. elves. There's, there's the, the freaking the reindeer, there's bro. The Mexican mafia crew. Um, reindeer are animals. They cannot join gangs. The, <laughs> what's the white supremacist gang in California? There's a bunch of them. <laughs> the prison. There's like one. There's way too many. <laughs> prison one. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Well, how many how many have been on Judge Judy? That's the question. <laughs> None of them. They just, they don't there are no violent offenders on Judge Judy. It's mostly oh. just people. It's literally 90%. Oh, so I don't have any cases. I want to issue a formal apology. I don't have any official Judge Judy and executioner. Did I already talk about this? My favorite part of the show <laughs> that I've noticed just recently, but I I should have noticed a long time ago. There's like a commentator who kind of introduces uh, yeah, like the the plaintiff is blah blah blah, and yeah, right. He says that this person was supposed to replace their carpet, and and but before that, every single time it says, and now it's time for the next case. <laughs> <laughs> and so you start to see the ways in which this show has like cut every last, like they've squeezed every last dollar out of producing this show, and it's like, well, we could just record this this cut the same. one time and then put it in every episode and then it <laughs> yeah, saves us totally. ten, 10 seconds to record on every episode now Oof. it's time for the next episode it is like you know i have a habit of getting like way into things when i find a new like i don't know band or podcast or whatever yeah and then when you get way into it family you start, it makes exactly wife it makes you like see the cracks or see the things you don't like about it quicker because yeah. you consume so much of it that like you start to realize like ah, Judge Judy's just like kind of cranky the whole time and <laughs> like sometimes there's people who act how they should not act in court mm-hmm. uh, and, and like rightly so she like calls them out or tells them to be quiet or whatever then sometimes they're just like I don't know stumbling over their words or. <laughs> You know, they're acting, yeah. like, in a way, because they're not only they're in like court, nervous. but also yeah. on TV. Like, yeah. that's double nervous. And she's like, no, stop. Shut up. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever? Um, and so then it's always, like, like, if anyone says, yep, she, like, that's not what you say in court. You say yes. And it's, like, oh, really? No. That's the, like, she's, like, the type of old lady who, you know, tells you to pull up your pants or whatever. Uh, so Oh, so she's just like uh, Bill Cosby. He actually said, "Pull down your pants." A lot of times, I think. No. <laughs> oh, he, he oh you're guilty. Stop talking <laughs> in my court and drink some of this water. Um, that's like that that's the that's one of the problems with like Netflix and like binge watching stuff. Like yeah. my wife has been watching um, the show Rizzoli and Isles, which is pretty good, but it's like a you know it's like, like an a old procedural. It's like an old show, isn't it? It's like still on, but yeah, it's like a few. It started like five or six years ago. It's not that old, but anyway. So I'll be like, I'll like come in and like I'm like, wait, they just use the same like 
dramatic device like the other yeah. episode that i saw where there's always like, the like same set like this is uh, this happens many times it's like one person knows something that's like they have bad news for the other person but because they're all like work for the police they're not allowed to reveal what they know and then the other person gets mad at them for not telling them mm-hmm. yeah it's like yeah. but i couldn't tell you it's like i'm more important our friendship is more important than yeah your, like loyalty to the police but they all like do that. it yeah yeah so it's just depending on the episode like they just switch the characters around that's how especially Lacey was going through this phase where she was watching a bunch of these usa shows and those are all very formulaic yeah yeah like they're all they set all in these are. very sunny climates and then like they always do these transition shots and this is like every like show super where, saturated colors yeah like some big some big plot point comes up Mm. and then they travel to like this location 10 minutes away and then they get there and the two people are like so tell me more about this thing it's like what were you doing for the last 10 minutes (laughs) that's one of my favorite things in tv how did it not come up any of that time like it's like listening to the radio they discover something at the crime scene but they don't talk about it until they get back to the station or whatever It's like, you know, you can talk while you drive. They walk in and suddenly they start talking about it. Like, did they take separate cars or what? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're like, no, driving time is sacred. (laughs) It's not safe to talk while you drive, by the way. I don't know what you do in other states, but in California, we drive safely. Come Mm. on. Yeah. This episode is brought to you also by Gunstree Wiring Shop from Oregon. Do you want your problems, Oregon? (laughs) <laughs> Gun Street Wiring Shop. They'll fix it for you. <laughs> They'll turn your Gibson into something a little bit less angry. <laughs> They'll make you love your Telecaster and love your Stratocaster and love your friends. Do you? You don't say it Oregon, though, do you? No, it's Oregon. Okay. I say origami. How... When though? When I'm talking about origami. Oh, origami. Do you say? Do you say it like that? Do you say? Do you say origami? Or do you <laughs> say origami? <laughs> Neither. I say origami. Okay, good. I say origami when it the inflection is necessary. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. so when you're I don't asking say a question, not every word the same way, Phil. Okay. I didn't grow up in the time before colored TV like some of us. <laughs> Can you so imagine? What was, your favorite, what was your favorite radio drama growing up? <laughs> so you remember how like Lord how we, War of the Worlds? We had the worlds. Yeah, do you remember that episode? Remember how like there didn't used to be internet everywhere, and like you had that first friend that got the internet. Yeah, dude. imagine like no one had TVs, and then like the first person on your block gets a TV. Dude, why would you? You'd never want to go anywhere else. I know. There's women on there. This is an actual, an actual I've never story seen about such when beautiful I was a kid. people before. When I was when I was very young, I uh, and TV I lived in a, block. a small uh, a small town in Central California. What was it called? It was called Hollister, California. Oh, oh yeah. I knew yes. so many douchebags in high school that wore those shirts. Were there a lot of <laughs> Bettys there? You were the dude. There was a bunch of dudes and Bettys hanging out. Uh, what? At Hollister, that's what they don't. No, they called men's. them. They don't have men's and women's departments. They have dudes and Bettys. Oh, gross. <laughs> anyway, 
so yeah the the brand has n- no association with the town evidently but anyway so the the there was a an electronics store mm-hmm. in uh in the town called Fortino's Electronics and they sold like washers and dryers and refrigerators mm-hmm. and stereo equipment right and then they started because this was just like oh okay VCRs are like a thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah. So they started selling VCRs, and then they started um, renting. Uh, they started renting um, uh, VHS uh, VHS tapes, uh-huh. and um, and I I can't remember what came first. Did did Laserdiscs come out before v- VCRs? They came out around the same time, I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, like similar to I, how like Blu-ray and HD DVD came out. Okay. Well, he was the only guy I knew that had a laser disc player, uh-huh. and they had like his, his family ton. probably has all Android phones now, <laughs> and he had a ton of laser discs like next to their TV because their dad owned the store, and they oh, so he like, just take as many as he wanted. He just take them, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was like, dude, I remember just thinking. Okay, you seem so rich, but I don't think it was like rich, rich. It was just like, well, he had them, like they had a pool or something. I don't think they had a pool. Did they? Have well, and it wasn't even like he bought them. Like he just yeah, bought that's them the thing. From the store. He was just taking them from the store and then <laughs> taking them back when he wanted to give them back yeah. for. Yeah, but it does cool. make you seem. It, it is weird in hindsight too, though, because I had a friend, like my best friend, when I lived in Albuquerque. It, uh, like they had all the current video games and stuff. I was like, Oh man, you guys must be super rich. And it was like, in hindsight, it's like, Oh yeah. Cause he was like a plastic surgeon or something crazy. So yeah, <laughs> they were just like super rich, you know, but at the time I didn't like, you kind of don't, I don't know. You don't realize it or you don't think like, Oh, he, why is he hanging out with me? He's like super rich and right. We're just normal people financially. I don't mean like normal. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. live fact checking. Guess what year Laserdiscs came out? 1986. 1978. No, 78. Okay. And guess when VHS came out? 1978. 77. So you were uh, really close. I was right. They came yeah, out around totally. the same time. You're very, you're very right. They were like exactly the same. Old okay. Year. Now, now because you're looking it up, when was the last VHS like player. a year or two ago. Yeah, that was just recently. And when was the last Blu-ray, pl- or not Blu-ray, uh, LaserDisc player? Oh, that's a good one. That had to have been a long time ago. So I was working at um, Borders when I was in college in like 2004, 2005. And it was like during the, like Blu-ray was like new, a new thing. So it was like Blu-ray and HD DVD. And we had a full department for each one. Um, and they sold equally for a long time until... Disney made a deal with Blu-ray, yeah, and they moved all their yeah. stuff to Blu-ray, and then it just died. They just killed, yeah, it, HD it DVD. killed the other ones. Because remember, all of a sudden, like, but that for a while, before. even Xbox would play HD DVDs, and the PlayStation played Blu-ray. You so had it was like to have a, big a separate thing. thing though for the Xbox. Oh, you did, even yeah, back then. It, yeah, yeah, for the Xbox yeah, okay. 360, you had to have this because I remember yeah. I bought one because the the drives in those would fail, but you could use the oh, HD DVD yeah, player to like read games. games too. So you nice. can get them for like ten bucks. 
Oh, cool. And they always they never worked well though, because we bought when we bought it, we bought like because you get HD DVDs on Amazon for like two dollars. So we got like Planet Earth, and you know some other ones, Caligula, obviously. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and but they would like skip cool. and so, like they would just like cut out for like full seconds. Uh-huh. It's total garbage. But yeah, it is like yeah they completely. It wasn't really a fight for very long, too, because it was still in the early days that that Sony put all their support behind Blu-ray. Yeah. Or whoever, you know, someone's going to correct us on the story. So guess when they made the last Laserdisc player? 1991. 2009. Oh, 2009. <laughs> Whoa! Well, because well, part of the thing is, like, they're more popular part of in like, other countries. Exactly. Like, they probably sold the last Laserdisc player in the U.S. in the 90s, but... But yeah, lots of other countries. That's like the VHS thing. Like the last one was made, but it was made in Japan because like no one, they don't sell them here yeah. anymore. Yeah. I remember uh, like the only, the, the main laser disc usage I ever saw was our school district must have signed up for a bunch of, well, specifically in the language classes. They would buy like these sets of laser discs that had, you know, language instruction on them. And so they... Uh-huh. And it was always so funny because our teacher, our French teacher, was like four foot ten, probably just like this tiny yeah. little lady. And she'd get out this laser disc, and it looked Keep like talking. you know, it's like as big as she is. <laughs> it's like this enormous because that's when CDs were already like very common. So it just uh, looks like she's holding the CD that's like ten times bigger than it should be. <laughs> um, when I was in middle school, that we'll end on this. But when I was in middle school, uh, we had a our librarian was french and <laughs> she mrs white she was like little little french lady too and for some reason it became like she had like an accent you know so it became a thing to <laughs> to ask her like the joke was we would say what comes after 35 and she would say 36 <laughs> sounds like with her accent sense. it sounded like dirty sex and we thought it was hilarious <laughs> dude <laughs> what comes after 35 36 that is 36. hilarious Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, dude. This episode was sponsored by (laughs) Pelican Noise Works, the best a man can get, or a woman, the best a female can get, Mm -hmm. the best a chick can get. (laughs) That was directly sent to us from Leon. He told us to say that. Mm -hmm. Well, guys. Thanks for tuning in, gals, chicks, dudes, bros, Bettys, dudes, all in between. Everybody's Phillies. welcome here. Um, Cats, birds, greasers, socias. We got the socias and the greasers. Uh, we like everybody. We love we love you all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship.